0: Hello and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny, where we talk about all things TV. This is another in our rewatch watch slash watch for the first time Veronica Mars podcast. You know it well. Hi, Jess. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. Should we tell them what episodes we're talking about? We're talking about, yes, before we, before we banter a little up top. Um, we're talking about episode nine and ten in season one drink the Kool-Aid and I think Christmas with the Eccles or something along those lines. An Eccles family Christmas. That's what they're called. Yes.
1: Sure. Yeah. I just thought we should get out of it, But now that we've said that, how was your weekend? <laughs> it was
0: good. Now that we've said the names though, I'm like, so what do you think? But yeah, we could talk about weekends <laughs> real quick. Put a pin in it. Welcome back. Um, I finally saw the Barbie movie. So that is something I should tell you. Thoughts? Um, oh, I liked it. I, I liked it. I had heard some criticism up like front but I didn't want to know too much going in uh and the things that I had in the back of my head as like criticism I sort of was like no I don't really agree um there were certain I think my one main bit of criticism was that I thought it could be shorter <laughs> that was like my main takeaway like in the very the opening sequence I was like oh this is still going on and then that kept happening throughout the dance the sequence oh my gosh that was like my favorite one oh no 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 I liked the dance sequence. The opening oh, that was like the second sequence. You're talking about the like, hi, Barbie, and everyone says hi. and I just mean like the whole setup of like Barbie Land is wonderful. Like I liked certain parts of it, but I knew I was like, okay, we need to get... I want to, to get to the point where like something's wrong because I knew that's where it was headed. And I was like, we're not there early enough. Like I want... I still want to be in Barbie Land, but I do want to have like the crux of the issue brought up sooner. I, I feel like
1: know. my... Only issue really with the movie was similar. Like the conflict is like resolved really quickly. And like, yeah, it doesn't show up early. I just feel like it's less plot, more vibes. And like, totally fine with me because vibes were great. And I had a great time watching it. And Ryan Gosling is so funny in it. And it's all like, it's all
0: pretty and fun to watch. But yeah, plot wise, like
1: kind of weak, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say it was more, it was more concept and vibe. And the plot was just there to sort of help string things along. Very poor
1: use of Kate McKinnon as well. Underutilized, I would say.
0: Yes. She was great. Not a poor
1: use, but underutilized. Mm -hmm. She was excellent.
0: She was wonderful. Um, I love Michael Sarah. Oh, yeah. Love Alan. Good job. Good job, Alan. For sure. Carter watched it and he walked away being like, I uh, really identified with Alan and I was like, that feels good to me. I'm glad you identified with Alan and not <laughs> like so any, any other male. In Is it
1: mean to say he would like, I like, I see that. <laughs> I see that somehow, I don't not a mean. mean way, just, no, in, no. it feels right. I, yeah, I yeah agree. Matt also watched it. and I think his takeaway was, well, that wasn't really for me, but it was fine. <laughs> that was his whole reaction. Gotcha. Yeah, I think he thought it was going to be more of a plot, but he was just really into all the buildup. Like it had been hyped up so much. He mm-hmm. was like, uh, yeah. "Oh, have oh to I felt like it. I had to
0: watch it." Cultural yeah. the moment. They
1: did a, an amazing job with the marketing. Yeah, ten out of ten marketing team. Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, so that was good. And then I I went to a concert. I saw Sylvan Esso, which I like Sylvan Esso. Yeah, I cold coffee is that exactly. one of the songs? That's one of the songs. Yeah, a lot more chill vibes. I mean, a lot of their songs are sort of like close your eyes and groove a little bit, which was not, I don't know. I I was expecting to dance a little more. I thought they would choose some of their more upbeat songs because they have them. But it was, I would say, like 60-40, chill to hype, um, which was fine. And then we were out the door by 10.30. How does that? That never happens at concerts. That's lovely. Wrapped it up. Um, Yeah. That always happened. Yeah. And then I've started potentially training again <laughs> I did a five mile run today a very short long run um in preparation for potentially starting to train for a marathon with you in fact I'm, I'm testing myself but yeah well, what have you been are you to? definitely doing the half in November oh yeah I'm definitely doing the half in November so I have to train no matter what but it'll change my it'll change my trajectory if I need to Go twice as long in just four that's more fair. weeks. Y- yeah,
1: yeah. You would you would need to change your training plan almost certainly.
0: Yep. What did you do? What did I
1: do? I went to the beach. We already talked about this. This is fine. We're I being know, fake. This is, this is fake. I mean, we don't I'm need to be thing. fake. I don't need to tell you about it again. I went to the beach. It was very lovely. The weather was nice. And yeah, that's it. What else did I do? Nothing. I came back. Matt went to the airport, and now I'm recording this podcast, and I will probably just play with the cat. And that'll be all I do today. Lovely,
0: cool. Let's let's go into Veronica Mars then. I'll do a quick plot summary of episode nine, "Drink the Kool Aid," which I feel like we've been picking apart. The picking apart is a strong term. We've been talking about the names of the episodes. We've been dissecting, dissecting. analyzing. Uh, this one's pretty obvious. Jonestown reference. Jim Jones. Drink the Kool Aid. Um, plot summary. Mars Investigations looks into a cultish group joined by a Neptune High School senior. Meanwhile, Veronica attempts to dispel a claim made by a condemned killer, which is Abel Kuntz. She, that's a fancy way of saying she sends in a DNA test to see if Keith is her father. Oh, I was
1: like, what are you
0: even talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this episode was written by Russell Smith, story by series creator Rob Thomas, and directed by Marco Siega. I, it's been very off and on whether or not I share this information. Today, I decided to share it. I should do it more often. It feels like
1: we should always share it. Yep, Let's it shout out the
0: people who've made the thing we're talking about for hours and hours. Yes, and definitely. Hours. Also, it premiered on UPN, which we've talked about that network, on November 30th, 20, uh, 2004. I feel like we should give some context because we always wind up being like, when was this? That's actually really helpful because somehow I still
1: think it's 2007,
0: 2008 every time. Like,
1: I know we've talked about this before, but in my brain, it's, I don't know why I can't explain.
0: Yeah. 2004. So do you, how long ago did you watch this? Do you have like gut thoughts that you would like to share or should I, do we need to go sort of point by point? We
1: can start with overall reactions. I watched episodes nine and 10 on Thursday. So three days ago, I took notes, but. No, I, I remember my reaction to this one being very firmly. This was is so boring. In fact, I wrote down this episode is boring. Halfway through, I was like, I this is just a note that I'm going to write down, even though I'm going to remember that it was boring because that was my whole takeaway. It was so boring.
0: It was boring. I. Oh, wow. uh, I'm surprised you agree with me. I thought you were no, about to no. disagree. I, um, I mean, I watched this while cleaning my house, so like it was good it furthers the plot somewhat it like opens up a few doors that then I don't want to say get closed in the next episode but like the I feel like the purpose of this of this episode was really just to set up some things that were happening in the next like yeah in the next episode or two Um, so yeah I I didn't really I don't love cult storylines in the first place this one was relatively mild and also boring. Uh and like a little sad. I don't know. I just feel bad for um for Mean Girls Boy, whose name I can't I remember. I feel like there Casey. was like
1: not a mystery. And then they're like kind of was. And then it's so predictable. Obviously it's gonna end up being that like nothing bad is at this cult or like the cult isn't bad. But then there was like the worst resolution in the world. It was just like okay the deprogrammer got to him and now he's
0: a jackass again. Like that's it. That's the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. And also, okay, this is sort of a a side note, but the, the scene that they use to show him being a jackass, like before the Mooncalf collective, I thought was really funny because to me, that was not a, like, that was not him being a bully. He was just calling out someone cheating in class. (laughs) Like, I don't really understand. Why does that mean? Like, yeah, call the guy cheating. I would want to,
1: I wouldn't, but. With, if I knew that he was cheating, I feel like that's something to tell people. It would I mean, he makes him before. a narc, but...
0: It, yeah, it would have worked better if he was just laughing at someone's poetry. Like that would have been rude. That's and a jackass move. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: Anyhow, I don't really understand why him being a narc was him being a jackass.
0: Yeah, me neither. Anyhow, I yeah, I agree. I um, I don't really, I didn't really remember this episode. I don't think it's one that I've returned to ever unless I've been watching it all the way through. And then there are a few episodes that I just use as background watching. And this is probably one of them, um, which maybe makes things a little easier because we can just shout out the like arc significance of this episode and then how the important things tie into next episode, which hopefully maybe you liked better. I liked the next episode a decent amount. Oh yeah, way better. Christmas. Okay, um, what was I going to say? Uh, Okay. Casey Gant, I've already mentioned, is played by Jonathan Bennett, Mean Girls, Aaron Samuels. Actor.
1: It took me like quite a few scenes. Not that I looked oh, yeah. at his face and I didn't know who he was, but I was like, I was on the tremble. So it's not that I was doing anything else, but sometimes, you know, I like look around or I look up or whatever it was. Like, I just was like not focused on this man's face. And I was like 30% through where I finally was like, is that Aaron Samuels? Also, his hair is different, but it yeah, would have been yeah. the time period where he was in Mean Girls. So like, so yeah, was Mean tracked, Girls this I guess? year? 2004 i mean girls was 2004 yeah
0: okay yeah then this was same i don't year.
1: i couldn't tell you like what month i'm honestly proud of myself for even knowing the year and
0: now i feel like Maybe i want to double check it because yeah.
1: what if i'm wrong what if it's 2003 i feel like pretty <laughs> strong nope it's 2004 okay yay has he been in anything else like yeah he's been in a couple of other tv tv shows i don't think i've seen him in anything in years
0: I remember I, I can I have the memory of watching TV and being like, oh, my God, Mean Girls. I looks like cannot. he's been doing
1: like a string of Christmas movies, slash like made for TV movies. Oh, I in have the last probably seen one years. Of those too. I mean, I've seen all the bad Christmas Netflix movies. So if he was in one of those, it would have been that. Although I don't see that on here. Anyway. Yeah. An interesting little cameo. I really didn't understand this character at all. She was friends with him for three days and he invited her to go visit his dying grandma in the hospital.
0: Does that feel normal to anyone? No, but I think that's the culty vibe, which. But like, be, yeah. No. The culty
1: vibe is I'm immediately best friends with everyone I speak to, like, be my best friend now. I don't. Yeah, I also tear down didn't the walls. understand this cult. Like, I get that they were like nice, friendly people. And the twist was that, or tw- whatever, the like reveal of the mystery was that they weren't bad people. But like, what were they doing out there?
0: just to kumbaya to yeah trying to live on a compound and use poinsettias as a cash crop to fund their life i don't know like slow living I, it was like yeah i think it was and just I guess it, it was like
1: it was not what veronica expected it to be but when the teacher brought veronica to the cult compound first of all weird. already weird Second of all, she just makes out with that man right in front of Radhika, like passionately, like inappropriately. One could say, yep, I was
0: appalled as a teacher. Yeah, I just um, like that's grounds for even if your cult isn't doing anything wrong. You probably shouldn't take a high schooler out to it into the woods. And yeah, into.
1: I mean, it's it's a cult. It's just not a bad cult. I would argue it's very much still a cult. Yeah, I don't know what makes a cult a cult. I'm, I'm probably susceptible to cults. I saw them out there and I was like, hmm, kind of seems fun. nice. I'd hang. like to
0: try to milk a cow. Why not? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of slow living and not really caring about money. That seems nice. And everyone just like being around a fire. I'm good. Um, yeah. Any other any other thoughts before I go more into my trivia slash pop culture? Uh, I have random notes. Oh, yeah. Note one.
1: I don't love her saying blow your wad to her dad amongst many other things that i don't like about their relationship
0: i don't recall what that is in reference to
1: i wrote it down i couldn't tell you anything else about the context i was just like immediately no why is her dad's face beat up i can't remember
0: uh he claims it's because it's some sports related thing is that right
1: oh do we not know I just he showed up with a beat face, a beat of yeah, face and I, I could not to, remember.
0: Yeah, Veronica asks and he like skirts around it and he's like, "Ah, oh, I fell down or something. I don't know. Oh, um, and we didn't see like we don't have she doesn't know, but we also don't know. I believe that is correct. Although, as I said, I was cleaning while watching this. So I'm not the most. Well,
1: whatever happened would have happened in like episode eight because he was like his face was beat up in like the first scene he was in in this episode. And I Ooh. wrote down why. Why is his face beat up? Like, I don't remember. <sighs>
0: Now I'm trying to remember what happened in episode eight. No, I don't think, I don't think we know. Okay.
1: I feel like it was a weird thing for me to just completely forget if we had seen it happen. So your explanation makes more sense.
0: Yeah. I also, when I was writing up some of my own notes, went back to refresh my memory about what happened. And in all of the like online summaries, they don't reference the black eye. So that's so weird.
1: Maybe the actual actor
0: was hurt (laughs)
1: from something, but weird. Okay. I thought it was something I was supposed to know. Okay. Number three, I haven't seen a waterbed ever in real life, except for one time at a girl from elementary school's house in 2004. And now that you've said it was 2004. Yeah. I'm feeling like very relevant, very relevant time to have a waterbed, but also where did the waterbeds go? I have never, I haven't seen one since 2004.
0: Yeah, I think people realized it was a bad idea. Um, I also only saw one once in like a childhood friend's house. And I was like, this seems cool in theory, but I don't think I could sleep on it. It didn't seem comfortable. No.
1: I have a lot of questions about waterbeds.
0: Uh, yeah, I think no one, no one wants them anymore. So they're probably in landfills. Sorry Did for that. Ever want them? Well, you could just
1: pop one though, right? And then do well that was the fear. I was always worried they would pop, I, throw it to throw it out. Like you would just pop it and then yeah, you'd put the scraps in the landfill. Okay. I already said the thing about the teacher inviting a student being weird and the dying grandma thing. And then this episode is boring. Correct. I think the mystery was also just like poorly unraveled. Like normally there's very clearly clues or there's her dad goes to investigate or impersonates someone in this one it was just like we're gonna go check out the cult and see if they're doing anything bad and then after investigating for like a day meaning like they look around and like plant a bug they're like no thumbs up cult is great not doing anything wrong if they actually were doing something wrong i don't think they spent enough time there to like actually know that they weren't it just was not a very good mystery at all so I was annoyed. And then I thought it was, a. Mm, I would like to ask you your thoughts on, do you think she'd want to know, like she didn't want to know the results of the paternity test, or at least so far we saw that she like threw them out or something, shredded them. I get why she wouldn't want to know, but I the like potential incest thing feels like very important to me that she figured that out. Like, did she, or did she not up with her brother?
0: I guess that is one reason she might not want to know. I don't think she has any plans to hook up with Duncan henceforth. And so it doesn't really matter. Like maybe if she was like, huh, can I still Mac on Duncan? Like then yes, then maybe she should not. But they had a little like flirty moment, like three episodes ago.
1: A little like nice something, something. I just think you'd want to know
0: if you were ever going to potentially make out with your brother accidentally again. Yeah, I think I think she thinks that at this point, she's just not going to go near Duncan and that's going to that's going to be that. Um, I think I'd look. I mean, yeah, I would, too. But but <laughs> for the, it, like the willpower <laughs> that it would take to not look, I just that's crazy. The other thing she keeps saying, she keeps saying, like, I could be an heiress if Jake Kane is my father. He's not under no obligation to give her that money. In fact, I find that strange too. Keith he would fight is, that so hard with lawyers and, and is shit. And he's her legal father. Like, I'm pretty sure if you're born into like a wedded marriage, like there's something in law about a paternal marriage figure has to like claim you within two months or two years or something i don't know the oh, statute of there? limitation is passed like keep Wait, this it for also legal doesn't
1: father. like he'd have to write a will that like willed run exactly in even if she's like actually so his daughter sorry. yeah you could just write a will that leaves everything to duncan like right. well, yeah it's so strange that she keeps
0: being like well i could inherit all this money but it's not about the money i'm like could you Maybe she thinks that she could blackmail him. Like, maybe she's she could use the information and be like, Hey, everyone's gonna find out that I'm your daughter unless you make me an heiress. But that doesn't seem like the Mars way. But I mean, she says she's not even interested in the money, so it just feels like a moot point.
1: Yeah, but she's she's mentioned it like
0: three times in this episode. She does say, um. One of my trivia slash pop culture references was she uh, uses a play on the Scarlett O'Hara proclamation from Gone with the Wind when she goes, as God is my witness, I'll never take cold showers again if she were an heiress. Uh, So it seems like while she might not be in in it for the money, the cold showers are really getting to her.
1: Wait, that's a line
0: from a different movie? Sorry, (laughs) it is a play on a line from Gone with the Wind. The actual line is, as God is my witness, I'll never be hungry again from Gone with the Wind. Oh, and she does like a I little see. like Southern accent when she says it, it's supposed to be a.
1: I did think it was knot. referencing something and I just missed that. So that's a good trivia slash
0: fun fact. Is that what you've been calling them? Yeah. Just, yeah.
1: <laughs> Going title. I'm for done now. with my notes. If you would like to go through the rest of your trivia slash fun facts.
0: I only have one more and it's that um, chicks dig scars, which is something Veronica's dad says is a reference to the replacements, which is a film from the two thousands. And then I don't know all... that movie. I've never seen it, but it's referenced a lot. I've seen it come up in like, this is referential to the replacements. Oh wait, maybe I have seen the replace. There are two movies that have a very similar title. If the replacements, I'm going to say something, and I might look like an idiot. There is a movie about a group of people that are brought in to be replacements for a sports team. I think football, and it's like a rugby player, soccer, like people who would not normally be on this team and it's a very like heartwarming sports movie which i really enjoyed that might be the replacements i
1: cannot confirm or deny because i have no idea i hope i didn't just make myself sound like an idiot anyhow we can move on i hope you did because that would be fun okay uh (laughs) (laughs) episode
0: 10 more fun than you just being right and describing the movie i find being right very fun (laughs) yeah i know you do um, episode 10 and Eccles Christmas. Eccles Family Christmas, sorry. Uh, plot summary, real quick. It's a fun whodunit. Okay, that's my my take. Um, uh, with flashbacks galore, Veronica investigates missing poker winnings, and Keith is hired by Lynn Eccles to track down one of the potential stalkers of her husband, Aaron. It was written by Rob Thomas and Diane Rogerio Wright. Also aired in 2004 um, December this time, because this was the Christmas episode.
1: I miss that about network TV so much. Me too. The Christmas episodes, the Thanksgiving episodes, the various seasonal themed episodes that would come out at actually the right time. Yep. Now when they do it on streaming service shows, it actually kind of sucks. And I actually hate it because they'll do like a Christmas episode and it'll be like March. And it's like, why did you, I get that in this world, it was Christmas time, but I don't buy it. What are you, what are you this.
0: thinking of? Are you thinking of things that come out like all at once? Yeah,
1: like on Netflix, okay. like they'll release like a whole thing and like there'll be a Christmas episode. But why? It's not Christmas time. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch I... it if it's Christmas. Even this, I was like, Jenny, we should have waited. I don't want to
0: watch this in August. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, there were pumpkins. It was almost a Halloween episode. Yeah, and that it's... was weird. <laughs> Wait, why were they all dressed up? Wait, what do you mean? Because people also were in costumes. No, I think they were wearing holiday costumes, like, like elves and Santas and... Yeah. So, i see yes Wow. Well, i got messed up in my head that's okay there there was there were flashbacks to a halloween party where oh people were dressed that's up. what
1: it is sorry yes you're right okay, okay so that would have been okay. yeah i got confused so the jack-o'-lantern was a callback to the halloween like the lady yes. who did that okay okay Yep. Okay. But that, i just that's new info in my brain that i just oh, nice. connected connected that
0: perfect well my notes for this episode are i like this episode a lot And that's it. And then I have a bunch of trivia points. So I'll move to your notes. Okay.
1: I was, I liked this episode. I thought it was enjoyable. I did not care about the poker plot at all. So it did detract, that detracted a little from the episode. The Christmas stuff was fun. I don't give a shit about Duncan's, sorry, Logan's dad. He's Mm. a terrible person who like, I, I, don't beats know his son. if he dies at the end of this but like yeah i mean hopefully he does he yeah he beats his son he cheats on his wife i don't care if he dies but that was clearly more interesting than the po- the poker stuff was just to me so boring and it, the fact that i feel like it was so clearly like sean was the only one it could have been and then it was i don't i don't know i don't like how predictable Wait, why it
0: was. why immediately was sean the only one it could have been
1: Because it wasn't going to be Logan because it just wasn't. And uh, Duncan, like for a second, it was like, oh, like, was it Duncan? But then like, they like pretty clearly like sort of cleared him or whatever. He was like pretending to drink and was Mm -hmm. just like, I don't know. I also like didn't think they were going to make it him. The actor was so bogus, like trying to put it on him, but it like clearly wasn't going to be him. It was just like some random hot actor and it was going to be Weevil. I feel like they didn't even sort of I guess that could have been a better twist. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like that. That like they didn't really seem to be trying to pin it on Weevil. And then they just kept being like, well, it couldn't be Sean. Like he has a chauffeur. Well, mm-hmm. obviously, Sean doesn't need the money. Like they just said that too many times. So I was like, mm-hmm. it's obviously Sean. And then it was. And I was like, OK, that's that's stupid. Yeah. So who's Sean? I've never seen that man before in my life. So yes. why do I
0: care about him? I mean, you uh, have we seen him before?
1: I mean, maybe. I mean but if so, like very briefly. I did not recognize that man. Yeah,
0: no, we don't care about him. It's more about the dynamics like that. Yeah, that plot section was more about the dynamics of like the high schoolers and Weevil and these O-Niners and Veronica. Like just the back and forth between all of them. I feel like that was the main the main point of all of
1: that. Um, Which is fine, but just why is there a random actor man and why is there a man we've never met before? just take those two out and it would have been a better interesting story because in real life you don't like always spend all of your time with the same four people yeah but you can't just throw characters in here and then make them important like if they'd just been side (laughs) characters fine but he's the one who steals the money and i don't even know him like the (laughs) actor fine like that was kind of a funny storyline he had some funny parts
0: yeah the ab situation the sun tea
1: yeah, and the, yeah, the, like, the dehydration and the like making fun of Logan and like that's why Logan doesn't like him. and He has this like little grudge against him. That's all quite funny and cute. Mm-hmm. Sean, yeah. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't care. And also, I don't know how to play
0: poker. Uh, yeah, me neither. But I think um, one of the trivia points actually that I didn't put in here because I didn't feel confident enough to say it. But now that you just mentioned it, because I don't feel, I don't know how to play poker. Apparently all of the stuff he says about like, there are this many cards left like here are the ways in which i could win uh i could pretty much win in all of them is not true uh like he lists the wrong number of cards that are left and like also the combinations of ways he could win is not correct but i again i don't i didn't know that so i wasn't gonna say it um but yeah i know nothing about poker except also they are playing texas hold'em which I think I said in a fun fact from a couple of episodes ago when Weevil and Logan are playing in detention, that's the first time they played Texas Hold'em. And I was like, it's going to come back. They're going to play again. And that was interesting.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. I also thought it was kind of sad that Veronica was outing him to all of his friends as being poor. Like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, you stole the money, but to be like, he's faking his whole lifestyle. He actually has no money.
0: I don't know. It's kind of shitty uh i'm okay with it i feel like like yeah obviously the guy's like an asshole like
1: i know i just i don't know i thought that the whole storyline was just like oh unnecessary didn't make veronica look the best in my opinion (laughs) she's just like i don't know I obviously her whole thing is like she just wants the truth and she will like get the truth and then tell people the truth but like except when it comes this wasn't her thing to put her foot in or whatever that saying is
0: uh, like Uh was I mean, to
1: find the money, but like and yeah. I don't know. Ultimately, I was like, I don't care about this man and he shouldn't have stolen the money. But it's it's kind of sad that he like feels the need like he's embarrassed of his family and like of, of the lack of money. And so he steals money so that he can like have a nicer lifestyle, so he can like fake being rich in this town where being rich is so important. Like, I don't think he's like a good guy, but like
0: that's none of Veronica's business. That's simply not her business. Again, if he hadn't, like, if she hadn't been sort of hired to do this, sure. But I like, know. and also, yeah, also the whole not wanting the diary of Duncan to be out in the open benefited her for finding out who actually did it and getting the money back to Weevil.
1: That was odd, the journal thing. First of all, what man keeps a detailed journal. Second of all, why do well, it on okay, a laptop? That's very stereotypical. Uh... That's fine. It's a sexist comment. We can leave it in here if I stand by it. I feel like it's not common that a man keeps a diary. And I would push would be, back yeah. on that.
0: But feel free. wait, you're you're saying also the most ridiculous thing is that it would be digital?
1: What no? I just no, I mean I've I've kept one on a laptop too before. I guess in 2004, it seemed weirder for me, but I suppose people had like laptops. text files. I feel like yeah, people know. were really into you. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed odd, but what was he what did he mean when he said I was prolific? to her about she was like what's on there and he said I was prolific like
0: that he wrote a lot I think like detailed about like her and possibly what they did mm. also if I were her I would be getting
1: the laptop for myself so that I could read the diary for myself yeah 100 like, that is what I would be interested in doing yeah same I'm um, myself as a snoop
0: but how do you not yeah I would also want to read that um yeah I don't know. I it did not bother me that she outed Sean for not being wealthy um but I get it like I uh, yes, like I don't think he did anything wrong by trying to pretend to be rich except that he stole five thousand dollars. but the like motives behind it are, you know caused by a society that's not very fair, which we've talked about multiple times in this in this uh podcast this like Veronica Mars world is not fair but yeah anyway what else what other notes do you have
1: well I have notes about the Eccles family stuff if we want to move to that I did like that stuff like I said I liked that better I just didn't really care for the poker storyline really just like anytime they were on that I was like let's go back I was a little confused trying to follow like okay so Logan's dad has a stalker and it's related to this party and it's related to him cheating but like then I was like okay so obviously like the person who got fired is the stalker the person who got fired is the girl that he was cheating with right I don't know somehow I got a little confused in this okay and then she was just mad that she got fired or she was mad she was mad he like didn't call her back or something like that is that correct
0: Yes, I think the truth of it is she was she was a person that um, that Aaron cheated with, but obviously not the only one because she caught him with another woman at the Halloween party. That's what happened. Okay, that's the piece that I
1: was confused about. I thought he cheated with on his wife with her at the Halloween party. So I was confused
0: who walked in on who and what that whole situation was. Right. So she was working at the Halloween party, walked in on Aaron with his his um agent's wife and was like oh my god i can't believe you and then she aaron was like yikes get this girl fired so she's not at any other events i don't want to deal with my ex lover person that really meant nothing to me and she was out for blood literally i see why wait a year a year it's from october
1: well i yeah yeah. october to december oh i thought it was the next december Oh, so like two months. Okay, right. that makes way more sense. Wow, I missed yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. No, 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 that makes sense. Okay, so she was sending threatening stuff and then she stabs him at the party. Yes, The way that the stabbing was shot with the slow-mo and the dramatic faces, I literally laughed out loud. I was <laughs> giggling. Very 2004. It looks so, yeah, just like hilarious special effects. Also the stabbing itself, like it looks like she stabs him in his, the the space between his arm and his body like it looks like she aimed
0: for not his body also jason like it panning to um like mrs Eccles and then jason doherty as logan sorry i couldn't remember his real name um or his whatever name like with his head like hand in his hair and his bone next to his head like very very distraught (laughs) anyway
1: there's probably sense. also not actually how anyone would react to that. But, you know, it the drama was, it was selling it. It was selling yeah. the drama. Uh, he was stabbed with an ice pick?
0: Yes, because she was hired again to do, like, she was the carver. That was the whole pumpkin thing. And so then she was I hired see. to carve the ice, I guess. I don't know. Okay, and that's what she stabbed him with.
1: Pretty bold to stab somebody in front of a whole party of people.
0: Oh yeah, she's but, clearly also
1: insane. Yeah, that being where it ended was interesting. I was like, I can't wait to see more. Um, but I don't really know. I mean, I don't care about his dad. I guess I just want to know if he dies because that's I don't know info. Yeah, that is info but I don't have. I don't have that info. I kind of like I said. I kind of if he does. Uh, I feel like his like cheating, I guess, was what we're supposed to take away from this episode. If he doesn't die and yeah. he is still relevant later, I assume that was like the uh, what they were setting up
0: here yes yeah that's my best clearly a liar and a cheater as well as someone who abuses his son um
1: yeah and he probably doesn't die if i had to do a prediction all right i'll mark that down
0: (laughs) we can talk about it next
1: time you can see if my predictions were correct i don't know if he becomes important later though i feel like He's been like, they've shown him a few times. And then having this episode sort of like about him makes me feel like he's relevant in the overall mystery of of who killed What's-Her-Face. Lily Kane. Yeah. But that's, so that's another prediction. If you'd like to write that one down as well.
0: Okay. Noted. I would like to, yes. I mean, in regard to that, just as a reminder to you and also to listeners who are maybe watching for the first time, we're not used to these longer seasons at this point. Let, like especially in a who done it slash mystery whatever, but yeah, every like they are introducing kind of random characters as we go. We're only like I said, ten episodes into a twenty two episode arc. uh Every new character that gets introduced, like most of them, don't go away forever. I think it's we're supposed to be like hmm, I wonder how this person plays in the overall thing. Like, is this person important? What's this? Uh, so it is sort of like as every new high schooler and other people like Aaron and them are introduced. Yeah, I think it's important to to think about that. That's all I'll say.
1: Interesting. Makes me feel like you're trying to tell me something, but I don't know what it is.
0: That's <laughs> Only is. I'm not trying to say anything other than like, yes, I think- It's frustrating sometimes when there are new characters coming in and out, but also it's like, I think that was on purpose. Like they're trying to introduce more and more people so that you start to get a grasp on, okay, like who really killed Lily, who had any motives, who was actually around and like cared, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all of every episode is giving us some new, hi kitty. Oh my goodness. Sorry. I got lost in thought because there's a cutie on the screen. You wanted to wave uh, so cute um yes i don't know i'm i'm waxing unpoetically just trying to remind that this slower season mystery if there's a point to all these people coming in that makes sense
1: yep i believe you i don't know Do any... that I have other thoughts
0: okay i have some trivia um okay. one which is probably pretty obvious veronica dealing at the poker game toward the end of the episode is not kristen bell it is a body double doing the the shuffling I guess that makes
1: sense I didn't think yeah. about it but i sad to know that she's not a, amazing know, a card shark card
0: shuffler yeah this episode this is somewhat interesting this episode was originally supposed to air after the next episode which is called silence of the lamb which is now episode 11 so there's a little really? switcheroo in the order I wonder why yeah I don't know um this was the lowest rated episode of the first season back in 2004. But really, critics, yeah, of like viewers, but critics really loved it and like sung its praises. And they were like, yeah, this episode really worked well. Like all of the pieces worked together well. It was just viewers that um, really did not like it back in 2004. And then Wait, I, but it was just
1: in terms of watch, like people watching it, that I feel like means tells me more about the way people were losing interest in the show of like episode by episode because why would they just randomly not watch a single episode
0: I think sorry I said viewers but I think it was viewers ratings oh they literally like were ratings. Critics okay. ratings yes yeah I see I wonder why they didn't like it yeah I don't know um maybe just not their favorite holiday <laughs> thing to watch. <laughs> like if you're given no, a holiday episode of a thing. Cheery.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And then the final piece of trivia is that some of Francis Capra, who plays Weevil, some of his tattoos are real. And so in the scene where they're all watching Logan's mom jump off the diving board. Creepy by the way, um, yeah. the viewers can see Weevil's left shoulder, which has a tattoo of the cross with his last name Capra on his shoulder. I oh. kept that in. Seems yeah. like a
1: like a mistake miss
0: yeah yeah well I don't know a goof a goof and that's it that's it for episodes nine and ten okay we have so many left we have so many left are you (laughs) how are you feeling like stamina wise
1: I'll say when we took uh, two weeks off or whatever it was I was like okay I I didn't I wasn't like wow I can't wait to watch Veronica Mars again I was like Mm -hmm. "Hmm, maybe we'll never watch it again (laughs) would you like to never watch it again no i just didn't have i had no negative feelings about never watching it again so that's i'm that's how i'm feeling okay very neutral yeah
0: got it yeah i mean i don't know it's not going to it's yeah it's 2004 teen show so we'll see i don't know what i'm looking
1: for it's not that it's bad it's just yeah it's
0: not gripping me i don't know it maybe it will perhaps okay well until next time see if the next episode grips jess stay tuned Find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to Double Take. If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take podcast is produced by Jess Fall and me, Jennifer Cullen.